podcast and answers the age-old question what's the best version of spider-man i'm danny weiser and with me as always is my co-host and the toby mcguire to my andrew garfield ty mcgowan what's up ty oh man toby mcguire that is uh that's a bittersweet comment right there <laughs> on on one hand i am being compared to spider-man but uh honestly i think toby mcguire is my third favorite peter parker he had the better movies but yeah he sucks Andrew Garfield <laughs> is a little bit better than he is. And obviously, I mean, everybody wants to be compared to Tom Holland, but that would that would be very unfair to both of us. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't give one of us Tom Holland without the other. I figure I'd go at least sort of fair, but there is a reason I gave you Tobey Maguire instead of myself, because I think he's just awful. I think he's so bad. And hot take, <laughs> I think Spider-Man 3 is a bad movie. I hate that movie. Yeah, I don't think that's a hot take. I think that's a pretty, a pretty okay, shared good. opinion. Good. I, I don't know that Spider. I have, I have Spider Man. I have Spider Man fan friends, much similar to you, that I have openly said I don't like any of the Tobey Maguire Spider Man movies, but I especially think Spider Man Three is terrible. And I'll, some of my friends have fought me on it, so I wasn't sure if it was a hot take or not. Uh, yeah, it's not too much of a hot take. Okay. I, uh, good i feel a little bit i don't need any more hot takes than the ones i already have at least when it comes to my movie opinions i need to i need to start building some bridges with my friends with my movie opinions i think not burn more down so. <laughs> all right obviously this week we are talking about the different iterations of spider-man we're ranking our favorites um throughout movies and tv shows and comic books and stuff there are hundreds of iterations of spider-man not just peter parker though i think most of them <laughs> probably are different versions of peter parker yeah. um there are a ton of different versions not quite as many of the x as the x-men um and so this episode is going to be similar to our x-men episode um just a little different than that instead of focusing on like a whole group of people we're just kind of focusing on this one character and the like weird versions of, uh, of this one yeah yeah no there are some very strange uh versions of spider-man a lot of them are hey let's put him in a different place and give him a new costume and uh that's spider-man but uh yeah there's yeah. some the 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 themes are mostly the same throughout so and that's what makes spider-man so good so you know it's all yeah good. yeah so we're doing this episode because you're a you're a big old spider-man nerd you you really really like spider-man yeah, I, I've been a Spider-Man fan since I was a kid. I remember my dad taking me to the Tobey Maguire movies. Um, I remember getting um, very angry with my parents because they wouldn't name my little brother Spider-Man. I wanted his <laughs> name to be Spider-Man McGowan, but that didn't work out. Uh, I guess it's probably a good call on their part, but I mean, that would have been so cool if I had a little yeah, brother. Yeah, honestly, think of... Think of the just incredible amount of jealousy you would feel knowing that you had a brother named Spider-Man and you weren't Spider-Man. No, but like, like you would grow to resent that brother. No, but I chose the name, so it would, it would make me That's fair. happy. That's a good yeah. point. <laughs> you could always get a dog and just name it Spider-Man. That's true. That's a little compromise for you. That is true. I could do that. That is not a bad idea. Just just picture you got a dog playing in the yard and you're ready for it to come in. Come on, Spider-Man. That's a great name. That's a genuinely very good name for a dog. That would be interesting. I would get some weird looks, but I think 
I think most people would be like, oh, that's pretty unique, I guess. No, dude. If you ever meet anybody who thinks that that's a stupid dog name, then you just that's a good barometer to know not to be friends with that person. Well, you never know. It could be some DC nerd that uh, gets mad at it. <laughs> like uh, like may- maybe a guest that we've had on before. Yeah, the Mad About Movies hosts that are paid by <laughs> DC to talk about it. <laughs> I was talking about Batman Shane, but... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, all right. I say let's just get right into it. Let's start ranking uh, our Spider-Man characters. You are list A this week, so why don't you get us started with your honorable mentions? Okay, my honorable mentions. Uh, first one up is Dr. Aaron Aikman. Um, so he, in the comics, was uh, he tried, he willfully, willfully let a spider, radioactive spider, bite him to gain the same powers as, as Spider-Man, but um, it didn't work out, and it turned out that he had to build a suit kind of like an Iron Man suit to, to like, activate his powers. Um, and what I liked about it so much was just the different designs of the suits were, were really cool. Um, the story wasn't, I wasn't a huge fan of the story. I didn't really keep up with it as much with some of the other comics. Um, but like the, just the suit design and, and uh, the whole storyline of, he's basically half of Spider-Man without his suit on. And just dealing with that was, I thought that was really cool. Um, also, so, he's the brother of a Super Bowl winning quarterback. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that one. <laughs> uh, my second honorable mention is Billy Braddock, who is Spider-Man UK. Um, he's basically, Ooh, wait, s- Hey, isn't this, isn't this Billy Braddock's second appearance on the rankings? Didn't I talk about him in X-Men? Did you? Is he not Captain Britain? No, 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 no. He was, this guy was trained by Captain Britain. Oh, but that, right. I, I think, think I think, I think Captain Braddock. Britain might be his like brother or something oh. or they're related some, in some way. Crossover. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's basically just Spider-Man set in, in, uh, the UK and his name is Spider-Man UK. That's kind of why it landed on my honorable mentions. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's the whole thing. There's the. Yeah, I mean it's the same. Stupid. It's the same stuff, so it's really great, and I really like it. But it's just like, but it's just Spider Man UK. So like, comic book writers are lazy, dude. (laughs) I mean, like you can you can get mad at the people for X Men for getting lazy because they can work with anything. But when it comes to Spider Man, they're just like, okay, so this is our hundred and fifteenth iteration of spider-man <laughs> yeah. and he's in the uk <laughs> spider-man uk okay let's go on to the next one <laughs> that's fair that's a that's my bad i apologize um okay right, your last one yeah my last honorable mention is uh spider punk and honestly the only reason that i like this character is because i love punk rock music and the design of this spider-man was so awesome with the jean jacket and the spikes on the top of the suit um i just thought it was really cool uh, but, uh, I didn't really care too much about the story. I wasn't super enthralled with it. Um, I didn't follow a lot in the comics, um, like I did for some of the top of my list, but, uh, yeah, Spider-Punk is just a BA dude. Spoiler alert, talking about Spider-Punk later. Oh, we're, we're not done with him. So we do have a little bit of crossover. I have a feeling that's probably our only crossover. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah, if you're doing the same um, thing you did with the X-Men, I think that might be. <laughs> Ooh, I am. I am doing the same thing as I did with the X-Men. Because, again, I don't read comics. And I don't really know any iterations of Spider-Man other than Spider-Man and, like, Miles Morales. It's kind of like if they didn't show up in the Spider-Verse movie, I don't really know about them, uh, unfortunately. And so I had to do some deep diving. And I started by Googling weirdest versions of Spider-Man. And so that's where I'm building my list off of. I, yeah, I'm bringing back an old bit sue me uh. <laughs> all right my first honorable mention is spider monkey uh it's okay. an actual spider monkey like the animal spider monkey yeah um who was part of the marvel apes universe right. which was apparently a thing mm-hmm. i guess it was all the marvel superheroes but they were apes yeah which because comics um so like he was a monkey in a spider-man costume that could also web sling, mm-hmm. and that sounds both terrifying and awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. He's in my honorable mentions because there's not a whole lot else to him other than he was he's a monkey. Like I didn't read too much of an interesting backstory, um, but he's a, he's a he's a spider monkey in a costume that fights crime, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, my next honorable mention Pretty similar to Spider Monkey, kind of going in the same vein here. Spider Cat. <laughs> <laughs> There's apparently a theme with Spider Man in that you just put different animals in a Spider Man costume, and it just gets me every time. Yeah. Um, Spider Cat was a house cat who had, quote, gained spider totem powers at some point in his life, according to the Marvel <laughs> Wiki. That's all it says. Um, it's a strong cat that wears a Spider-Man costume that just wants justice. And like, what else do you need in order to have a, a great superhero? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you really need uh, anything and then else? My f- you don't. You don't. Uh, my final honorable mention is the bombastic bag man. Um, <laughs> it, he's in my honorable mentions and not my actual list because it's technically just Peter Parker in a different costume, but it's very funny to me. So I kind of cheated to include this one. Um, apparently he, Peter Parker was unable to use his normal costume because Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four, like had to examine it yeah. or something for science, yep. I guess. Um, anyway, he, he had to fight crime. So he put on an ill-fitting spare Fantastic Four costume and a brown paper bag on his head with two eye holes cut out of it so he could see and a kick me sign on his back that was put there by Johnny Storm. Yep. And he went out and fought crime in that. And was referred to by the media as the bombastic bag man. But other than that, he's just Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Yeah. No, in a brown yeah. paper bag and a Fantastic Four costume that didn't fit very good. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Sort of cheating because it is technically just Peter Parker, but it's very funny to me. So oh, I think putting in my honorable mentions and not my list, I feel okay about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's all good. All right. Your list A. Why don't you get us started with your number 10? Yeah, my number 10 is uh, Spider-Man Noir. Um, this is probably famously known as uh, the character that Nick Cage plays in uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Um, but there's a Marvel uh, Noir universe where um, all of their comics are kind of styled in that noir, like black and white, um, dark, uh, almost a little a little bit like Batman kind of, uh, kind of aesthetic. Um, but this is Peter Parker basically fighting nazis and and people back in the 30s and yeah i mean it's just really fun to see uh this kind of like bright colorful character um who's like very funny and quippy displayed in a very like dark and and ominous 
noir setting. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Does he wear a, t- a fedora and a trench coat? Uh, sometimes, not all the time, but there are sometimes when he's sneaking around trying to solve crimes. You know, he's got to stay hidden. Cool. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, very funny in Spider Verse. Like Nicholas yeah. Cage did a really great job with that character. I yeah, really enjoyed that. Okay, my number ten is Man Spider, which is kind of <laughs> what it sounds like. Uh, he's the opposite of Spider Man, uh. I guess. It's it's a spider that looks like a man in a Spider Man costume. Um, apparently, the story here is he's the final form of Spider Man's initial genetic mutation. So Spider Man gets bit by the spider. He genetically mutates to get all these powers and stuff. This is th- that mutation just kept going. Right. I guess until he turned into a giant humanoid spider. <laughs> like, this, is my, this is my the least pictures favorite. pictures of it are gross and terrifying. Yeah, this is my least favorite <laughs> version of, of uh, Peter Parker. It's disgusting. It's ter- I couldn't. I tried it's, to read. It's gross and terrifying for sure. I tried to read one comic through it with it and i was just like nope i'm done i'm out i'm not finishing this it's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's weird and gross but it's so bizarre i had to talk about it you know what yeah. i mean um eventually he apparently receives a cure i guess he he was turned into man spider because they he thought he was getting a cure but it, it apparently had the opposite effect and that it just sped along his weird gross mutation thing but he eventually received a cure and went back to regular old Spider-Man. But for a while there, he was a giant spider in a Spider-Man yeah, costume was, fighting crime. It was disgusting. It, yeah, it looked disgusting. Go ahead and Google it, folks. The, the face of man spider just <laughs> it, haunt you. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> All right, you're number sake. nine. Uh, my number nine is um, the Iron Spider. Um, so this is the Iron Man suit built for a Spider-Man person who has the same powers as spider-man uh it was worn by multiple different people um throughout the history of marvel which is super extensive and there's like 20 trillion different universes to pull from but um the iron spider uh costume dare i say hot take is better than the iron man suit uh just saying it it looks a lot cooler yeah. i'm not um, that the it it the ones in the comic and in the TV show cartoons uh, look a lot more like the Iron Man suit, where it's uh, kind of that red, that hot rod red and, and gold. Uh, but the one that they used for the recent Spider-Man movie is is awesome. The one that y- they used in uh, Infinity War and, and Endgame. Um, it's really cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Iron Spider is is just super nuts. You just add, you add so many different things to a character that can already do so much yeah it seems like that character is way stronger than iron man because it's like hey let's let's take a guy who already is a superhero like without even having a cool suit and let's give him all the stuff that iron man has that makes him a hero it it doesn't seem fair well that's the whole point of of spider-man is everything that that iron man is that uh um tony stark is but without any of the downsides. So like he's supposed to be better. He's supposed to be the prodigy of Tony Stark, but better. He's supposed to exceed him in every way. So it kind of makes sense. Fair enough. nerd. (laughs) (laughs) What's your next D and D game? (laughs) Uh, Not for like another week and a half. And I'm kind of bummed. I want to play again soon, but it's like a week and a half away. All right. My number nine is Lego Spider-Man. Uh, 
there's not a whole lot to this one. Lego makes very fun video games, and that includes the Lego Marvel superheroes game. Have you played this? No, I'm not a huge Lego video games guy. Dude, they're so fun. They're such a fun. If you're playing with a friend, you have to play co-op. You can't play single player. If you're playing co-op, they're such a good time. I've played so many. I played the Lego Harry Potter, Lego Hobbit, Lego Super Marvel superheroes. They're all very fun time. Do they have a um, Lego MLB the Show? Because I'll play that one. No, but I would play that one too. <laughs> that actually sounds pretty rad. Uh, and yeah, I don't have a whole lot else to say. I don't have like interesting insider information because I don't think there really is much out there no. other than like shout out Legos. Legos are cool and they make fun video games and I yeah. wanted this one on my list. Yeah, That's hey. really all there is to this one. So uh, we can go on with your number eight. Yeah, my number eight uh, is the Scarlet Spider. So um, throughout uh, multiple comic books, um, these are five different people. They're they're clones though, so they're kind of the same person. They're all clones from Peter Parker, uh, created by the Jackal. Um, but the main one that I think, well, I wouldn't say most people are familiar with. It's probably just me and like maybe two other people listening to this podcast. Um, the well known version of this is is Ben Riley. Um, and what I really like about the Scarlet Spider is his story is. Uh, kind of like a redemption story so he was created by uh, like we get this a lot in movies he was created by a villain to be a villain to defeat spider-man and eventually has to prove uh himself to everyone else that he's that he's good that he he wants to fight for good um he's a little bit more harsh than spider-man is he's not that like quippy sarcastic like teenager um because he was literally created in a lab by uh by a villain um but yeah i i love that kind of redemption story um and it works really well a lot of, i like him most in the ultimate spider-man tv show um him and peter parker work really well together uh it's really fun cool that's a sh- i need to watch that show I it's think. good it's on disney plus i've tried watching a couple of the spider-man show there's a lot of them out there i think yeah. i just keep picking the wrong ones because the ones i keep choosing are like specifically made for like six-year-old kids ultimate spider-man's really good uh, it's really interesting. Okay, uh, cool. They do a whole different. It's kind of like you're in the first episode and you don't really do a origin story. It's just like, yep, you know Spider Man, and now he meets Nick Fury in the first episode, and he's working for Shield. So like, that's like the Sweet. first episode. It's really good. Good enough. Okay, uh, my number eight is Spider Ham, aka Peter <laughs> yeah. Porker. You knew yeah. this. Knew this one was coming. Everybody knew this one was coming. Um, okay, here's here's the story of Peter Porker Spider-Ham. He was born a spider. He was just like a regular old spider, yeah. I think. Granted, this is just on very little research. He was born a spider, and he lived in the basement lab of May Porker, who was a pig scientist. Uh-huh. And, and I don't mean like a woman who was a scientist about pigs. I mean, she yeah. was a pig and also a scientist. <laughs> um after after an accident involving a, a nuclear powered hair dryer that she created, yeah, uh, I guess I think her thought process was like, "Hey, let's bring uh, hair care into the next century by including nuclear fission." Well, hey, was, you know what? Idea is what I don't what I, I read. I don't know if you knew this, but pigs pigs hair is it's just really coarse, so they just need that extra power to you know to smooth it down. Okay. Weird. Okay, sure. Um, but after an accident involving a nuclear-powered hair dryer, May Porker, who's a, who is like 
messed the radiation messed her up. She bit this spider, is what I read. Like she bit a spider that was in her basement slash lab, and he transformed into a pig because mm-hmm. she's a pig. Yeah. Um, but he kept his spider abilities. Yeah. So spider bit by pig becomes a pig, but still has spider powers. Correct. Is what, you, you're is what correct. happened. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he was eventually adopted by May Porker mm-hmm. and like welcomed into her family, which is how he became Peter Porker. Uh, and now he fights crime. Yeah. And that's it. That's I, I, I didn't miss a single step. I explained literally everything that happened <laughs> in the comic book series of Spider-Ham, a.k.a. Peter Porker, that you don't have to read it now. I just did it for you. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh, uh, this obviously, is a- the most popular most popular iteration of this is John Mulaney in Spider-Verse. Yeah. This is really this is a really good, funny take on, on Spider-Man. There's a whole universe out there of... It's like kind of like if Marvel was Looney Tunes. That's like kind of what it is. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Um, the John... There's an interview. I can't remember what talk show that John Mulaney's on. But he was um, he was reading for for Peter Porker before they started filming everything, and he thought the he like started reading the lines and was just like Lord Miller was just like you know add whatever you think is going to be funny just do whatever you think is going to be funny, and he just started adding like so many cuss words in it, and Lord <laughs> Miller just kept letting him go. And he finally stopped. He goes, "So what movie? What is this going to be rated?" They're like, "Oh, it's going to be PG." And they're like, "Uh." Uh, he's like oh, okay well i'm gonna have to redo all that but there's a, they show a clip of him cussing and cussing peter porker is hilarious yeah i would watch that movie i'm kind of over deadpool like deadpool's whole thing but give me like a deadpool style peter porker movie i'm so in on that that sounds so funny yeah no that's, all right that's your cool. your number seven yeah my number seven is spider girl um not a super original name for spider girl. Uh, but she is the daughter of, uh, Peter Parker and, uh, uh, Mary Jane Watson. And her name is the best name in, in Marvel comics history. It's Mayday Parker, which is just so sick. Ooh, that is pretty good. That's really cool. I'm into that. Um, but she's basically Peter Parker. She has all the abilities, um, I think I just like this more because Peter Parker and Mary Jane actually get a happy ending. You don't really get that too many times. So I think I like that. And plus Mayday Parker is just the coolest name of all time. So did was the costume cooler than the Batgirl costume or was it just Spider-Man with the ponytail? Uh, it's kind of Spider-Man with a ponytail for the most part. I mean, you get some yeah. different... Uh, suit changes but it's like not it's not a suit that i would be like if you're ranking spider-man suits it, i don't even think it'd make my honorable mentions yeah, yeah neither, that's why i like i think spider gwen is cool because her suit is so different and cool possibly uh, coming up later but, for me oh not on my again i didn't pick cool <laughs> spider-man i picked weird ones so that's spider gwen not coming up later for me okay my my number seven is spider ma'am like, like, man, like <laughs> sir or ma'am i know this one <laughs> um a- aka may riley parker yeah <laughs> uh her her nephew peter forgot his lunch at home 
So she rushed to a science fair to bring it to him and was bit by a radioactive spider and got spider powers. So now she's just old lady Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the whole thing. She's an old woman who is sitting at home in a rocking chair, like sewing a quilt or something, whatever old ladies do. And she got bit by a spider. Now she fights crime as Spider-Man, which is a great name. Yeah. Yeah. And... <laughs> Did you know that there's also, uh, I don't know if he's on your list, but do you have old man Spider-Man on your list? Old Spider-Man? No, I didn't know. I didn't know that it, that was the thing, but also I, even if there was, I would have just said the old, he's, the same things as what I just did. But. He's just Spider-Man, but he just gets winded a little bit faster than normal Spider-Man does because he's older. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like, are you, you mean like the Jake Johnson Spider-Verse? Like he's just kind no. of out of shape. Except this guy is like, like Jake Johnson. And that is probably like late thirties, early forties. This dude's like sixties yeah. and he just gets a little bit tired <laughs> and he has a little bit of a, like a more, more of a beer gut than the Jake Johnson character does. <laughs> Unfortunately that one missed. I didn't know that that existed. I didn't research enough. Apparently yeah. that's a pretty good one, but still, I think I prefer, prefer like old lady in a rocking chair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then if you look up on Google, when you look up the images, there's I think there's one where it's like just May Parker in a Spider-Man suit, like serving cookies. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I saw that picture. It's very good. <laughs> it's like, that's okay. a representation of this grandma that fights crime serving <laughs> cookies. <laughs> yeah, it's rad. All right. Your number six. Yeah, so my number six is almost 100% based on her suit. I think her suit's the sickest thing in the world, Um, but Silk. This is Cindy Moon. She's a Korean-American. I am drawing a blank on how she got her spider powers, Um, but this is like... I'm going to take a stab in the dark and guess that she got bit by a radioactive (laughs) spider. You never know, man. She could have like there could she could have taken a nap under some like radioactive silk and then it was silk like spider woven silk you never know. <laughs> I'm going to guess she, she got bit by a spider I'm most positive never heard of silk in my life almost positive has she got her powers. But S- silk just looks freaking awesome. Um I really I think out of all these so we're all, we already know that we're going to get a spider gwen movie but out of every spider-man on my list I think Silk is the one, like, I really want to see a movie of this, like a live-action movie. Um, I think it'd be really cool, Um, especially now that Americans, stubborn Americans, are finally realizing that Korean cinema is is so huge. Like, get, like, the first big Korean-American action hero, put her on the big screen, man. Just give her a sick suit. It's awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. I also like that her name is Silk and not just, like, like Spider Moon or something. Like her, her name is Spider Woman. Unique. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that this one's different. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, again, never heard of her in my life, but that's <laughs> really cool. All right, my number six. Uh, I saw labeled as Victorian Spider Man. Oh, uh, yeah. AKA Peter Parquois. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. not Peter Parker. P- Peter Parquois. Um, he is Scottish and English. Uh, he's also known as Spider-Man 1602, which I think is the year in which his story takes place. Yeah. 
Uh, again, could be totally wrong, but that's what I think. He lived in England during Queen Elizabeth's rule, and she died in 1603. So if the, if Marvel is sticking with that timeline, then that all tracks. Uh, basically, he had all the powers of Spider-Man, but he was in 1602, and he was Scottish. And that's very funny to think about yeah. Spider-Man flying around and yelling things in a Scottish accent. And I would love this TV show. This would be oh, an yeah. incredible TV show. Victorian Spider-Man. Just, like, combine Emma with, but throw Spider-Man in there. Oh, yeah. Be, oh, fantastic. There's a, whole, um, there's a whole comic series of basically every Marvel superhero set in the like Victorian time period. And it, and it's all written by, I think the stories are written by Neil Gaiman, who uh, he writes a lot of stuff, but um, yeah, I, yeah like it's, Neil, I like Neil Gaiman. He has a, Neil Gaiman has a book on mythology. That's very, very good. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's super, super interesting uh, what they do with all the, uh, all the people set, but yeah, that would be funny. Like a game of Thrones style Marvel TV show. That'd be hilarious. Yep. I just want Scottish Spider-Man. As well. Even if it's a cartoon, I just yeah. want Scottish Spider-Man so bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> All right. Uh, up to your number five? Yeah, my number five. Um, possibly the most B.A. Spider-Man of all time. Uh, Spider-Man 2099. Um, again, very creative name for a Spider-Man who exists in the year 2099. <laughs> yeah, they're um, it. His uh, true identity is Miguel O'Hara. Um, the, what I really love about this is the world that they build around, around him. He lives in Nueva York, um, in the year 2099, which is New York, um, in the future. Um, he has a lot to do with, um, the whole like spider verse thing. Uh, he's teased at the end of into the spider verse, um, voiced by Oscar Isaac, um, but in the comics, um, he's in the spider verse storyline. He's, uh, much more involved. Um, he's more of an imposing figure, um, especially the way he looks. He always looks very like domineering and he has those like spikes that like Batman has on his, on his forearms that just look super like if someone like surprised them, like jumped up behind him and said, guess who? And he just turned around too quickly. <laughs> he basically kills him. <laughs> Like I've never seen the point. <laughs> I've never seen the point in those on Batman either. It's just like, what if like Alfred kind of like sneaks up behind him and he accidentally <laughs> turns around, you know? Um, but they look cool, so why not? Uh, but yeah, he the the technology that he that he has access to is so awesome in that universe, and what he does with it is is really cool. Um, the con- his his whole comic comics are 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 awesome because the uh, the artist and the the people that write the stories have to be real creative and, and it leads to a lot of uh, good stuff. That's not just like, Oh, it's just Peter Parker in New York, but it's like someone different. I was sold as soon as you said, Oscar Isaac, that's really all. I'm very easy. He should, he, I think he's going to be a very big major part of the uh, next spider verse movie. And he's voiced by Oscar Isaac. Is it weird that that's my most anticipated movie right now? Like of all of the movies that have officially been announced, that's the one I'm looking forward to the most. Hmm. I guess that's interesting. Like, I figured you'd be Dune more of can a suck it. Don't care uh, about Dune. Okay. I just want to watch Spider Verse okay. Two. Calm yourself down. Calm yourself down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. What if they have uh, they introduce the Spider Man voice by Timothy Chalamet in Spider Verse Two? Then how are we feeling? Oh, I mean, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be spoiled with riches because I got. Chalamet and a Denny villain to wave a movie, and you know he's going to look damn good in that one. 
And then I got I got Chalamet in a Wes Anderson movie. Who and Wes Anderson's one of my favorite directors. So like, I still think the Wes Anderson movie would be my more anticipated movie, even if he was in if he was voicing now. Now, if he was like in the live action third one, and they were like, "Hey, he's going to be like some Spider Man. He's going to be uh, he's going to be Spider Man. He's going to be Spider Man UK." even though yeah, that character is not super great, I'd be like, okay, this is my most anticipated movie. What if they make him Scarlet Spider? That he would be a great Scarlet Spider. He would be a perfect. I'm sure, Scarlet he would. Spider. Yes, I would. mean, he would be a perfect yeah, I, anything. He could play a rock, and he'd win an Oscar, or he should win an Oscar. He's great. You know, I've had multiple people message me asking me what your deal is with Timothy Chalamet, and I just don't know how to answer it. I just say I don't know. It's unexplainable. I mean, sorry that that I I, I love a super talented actor. I guess that's weird now. <laughs> I guess that's weird. I'm the weird one for liking a super talented actor. <laughs> I hate the way you love him is weird. It's like I wish it was a romantic love because that would be less weird than whatever it is you're doing over there. Look, he's a good actor. I love I love him the same way that you're obsessed with every every movie that's about basketball. I I don't think that's the same thing. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's the same thing at all. All right. We got sidetracked. This is, we're talking about Spider-Man. All right. Hey, my number five. Up, my number five. Supida-Man. Oh, A.K.A. Okay. Japanese Spider-Man. Yeah. A.K.A. Takuya Yamashiro. Yeah. Uh, he appeared in a live-action Japanese Spider-Man show in the late 1970s that was basically Power Rangers but Spider-Man. Yeah. Like... Like, imagine the low-budget, cheesy, campy, like, weird villains that the original Power Rangers fight in every episode of the 90s Power Rangers show, but replace all of the Power Rangers with a very (laughs) low-budget Spider-Man fighting those exact same monsters. Um, I watched a few clips of it on YouTube. Might be my favorite show of all time now. I love Japanese (laughs) Spider-Man so much. It was so campy in the best possible way. Yeah, I, I've seen this a few times because I heard it. Um, they talk about it in uh, Ready Player One, um, so I looked it up after after that, and it's yeah. it's pretty it's pretty awesome. It's so rad. I loved it so much. It's just I it literally looked exactly like an episode of Power Rangers, except it was Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was so good. Yeah. All right, on to your number four. Yeah, my number four is probably the most powerful um, Spider-Man to ever exist. It's a Cosmic Spider-Man. Um, it's basically like if um, Spider-Man had all the power of the Infinity Stones, but like he didn't need them. He could like phase through matter, change matter, uh, reappear, appear wherever he wanted to. He basically had the power of the universe. Um, and I mean, that's about it. Like, like, like I've said before, like most powerful characters are kind of boring just because you can't do a lot with them because they're so indestructible. But, um, I mean, this one looked really cool. It's like his body was kind of like, would change sometimes to like mimic. It would look like stars in the universe. Um, Mm. and he was more like a silver surfer kind of character where he was more action than actual, uh, like characteristics. Um, but um, when he went ham on people, it was really awesome to see. So, what's yeah. the story there? Like, how did Cosmic Spider-Man come to be? Do you know? No, I don't. I don't know because I didn't. Those comics kind of like kind of bored me a little yeah. bit, and then they didn't. They don't really use them too much because like it's kind of like 
okay, too well, strong. yeah, like who's going to beat this guy? Um, he, yeah, but I just love, I love the look of him more so than the actual story. He's kind of a little bit boring at some, at some points. Um, but he just, he's just freaking runs train, man. You, 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 Sweet. he's awesome. Yeah. All right, uh, my number four, you've already mentioned him in your honorable mentions. It's our one crossover, I think. It's Spider-Punk, yeah. um, a.k.a. Hobart Brown. He's punk rock Spider-Man. He plays guitar, and he wears a sleeveless jean jacket over his Spider-Man costume, and he also has like a spoke, uh, a spike mohawk on yeah. the head of his Spider-Man costume, and that's rad. Um, I, I didn't read a ton into it uh, because, again, not a big nerd like you. Uh, but apparently he was like chosen to lead a spider army by the quote unquote superior Spider-Man, which whoever that is, whatever that means, <laughs> sounds important. Uh, but that sounds dope. A, a spider army led by Spider-Punk sounds yeah. super tight. And I also want to see that in a TV show real bad. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's where the Spider-Verse uh, movies are going. Uh, but we'll see. Cause like in the comics, the whole Spider Verse cool. story included like, like a hundred different Spider Men, and they just kind of killed off the weaker ones at the beginning. <laughs> like, uh, like uh, Spider <laughs> Spider Moon Man. Did you come across him in your uh, in your no research? Yeah, Spider Moon Man is Spider Man on Moon New York on the Moon, and it's just the same story as Spider Man, just it's on the Moon. Stupid. And like he he's oh, like no. the first one to die in the Spider Verse uh the Spider Verse story. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> All right. Uh your your number three. Yeah, my number three, we alluded to this earlier. It's Spider Gwen. I mean, look, uh in this universe, Peter Parker dies. Um obviously, and and she and Gwen Stacy is is a Spider Man. She does have the best suit out of every Spider version of Spider Man, easily. Yeah, her her um, suit freaking rules. She's like, I I can't believe it took this long for the writers to think of this, but she's pretty much the only out of like the my next three. She's the only one that's like not like a super nerd. She's like actually pretty cool. <laughs> like she's in a band yeah. and like has friends. Like what a crazy concept for Spider Man. Um, <laughs> But um, you can see it in the Spider Verse uh, or in the Into the Spider Verse movie. I mean, she's she's way more uh, not athletic, but um, like agile. Um, she doesn't. Uh, she's not as quippy. She's just she's just kind of cool. She's kind of like who you would really want to be. Like everybody wants to be Peter Parker, but like Gwen Stacy's kind of the cooler Spider Man. Um, but yeah, she's awesome, and it, the whole uh, thing with her dad being the chief of police is such a cool and interesting concept that they they go, they've gone with in in movies and TV shows and the comics. And there's a lot of different ways you can go with that, uh, uh, and it's really interesting. But yeah, I mean, Spider Gwen that that suit that turns into the hood is just yeah. so so awesome, and I can't yeah, wait for the rad. the movie that we're gonna get of just Spider Gwen. I'm really looking forward to that. Is it? Are we getting a live action one or is it animated? No, I think we're just going to get a solo animated one. Or that it's rumored, it's not confirmed. Still very cool. I'm still yeah. very down with that. That sounds rad. Yeah. I thought Haley Seinfeld did great with that character. Oh yeah, 100. percent Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, moving on, we're we're in my top three. I, I've had some kind of out there ones so far. I've gone a little quirky with my Spider-Man choices. Here's where it gets weird. My top three are all weird. Are you ready for this? I think so. All right. My number three is Italian Spider-Man. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, which, yes. I'm so glad it's on your list. <laughs> not actually Italian. He's It's an Australian film. Um, and it's like a parody. Apparently, this is I'm reading straight from the Wikipedia because this just gets weird. Uh, it's a Australian film parody of Italian action adventure films of the '60s and '70s, <laughs> and uh, they released it on YouTube, apparently. Uh, but here, I'm going to read the plot. It's this is going to be sort of long, longer than we normally go with se- with segments on this show. But it just gets progressively weirder that I have to just read the whole thing. So I need you to buckle in with me here. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm going to go. All right. In the middle of a party, an asteroid from a distant galaxy falls to Earth and is taken by Professor Bernardi for research. He discovers the asteroid has a substance that can create duplicates from any living being and decides that Italian Spider-Man, a fat, rude, chain-smoking, and powerful superhero, is the only man capable of holding custody of the valuable asteroid. As as soon as Professor Bernardi gives Italian Spider-Man the asteroid, he's attacked by the terrible Captain Maximum, who is interested in using the asteroid for his own evil plans. Foiled in his attempt to steal the asteroid from Bernardi, he transforms the professor into a snake. Captain Maximum later intercepts the Italian Spider-Man and takes the asteroid, although he gives Italian Spider-Man a chance to win it back by beating Maximum in a surf contest. When Captain Maximum notices the obviously superior surfing skills of Italian Spider-Man, Maximum attempts to win by cheating. His efforts fail, however, as Italian Spider-Man summons the help of penguins which hurl themselves at Captain Maximum and his henchwomen, and wins. When Italian Spider-Man returns home, he is again attacked by Captain Maximum's henchmen, where tranquilizer dart causes the hero to collapse. Blah, 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 blah. It goes on. There's a little bit more. Apparently, at some point, uh, Captain Maximum becomes gigantic, and then so does Italian Spider-Man. He just becomes gigantic. And so now we've got a Godzilla versus Kong fight between Captain Maximum and Italian Spider-Man, except it's actually Australian. Um, and, and I, I, it, I, it's on YouTube, I guess. Yeah. Maybe it isn't anymore, but it was originally on YouTube. I have to watch it. I'm obsessed with it. It literally is like a middle-aged kind of fat guy. The picture of him, he's wearing what look like slacks and a red sweatshirt that just has a spider drawn on it in Sharpie, and he's got a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love Italian. Sorry that that went on, went on so long, but I love Italian Spider-Man. I think this is incredible. Is he Spider-Man? Probably not, but he's called Spider-Man, so it counts for this episode. Yeah, I've seen a few clips of this, and it is as ridiculous as, you, as you've read it. So. <laughs> incredible uh, yeah all right that that's that's enough of that we've that's enough italian spider-man what's your number two uh my number two is miles morales um this is nice. uh uh he is spider-man um in a in a separate uh dimension and another earth um i don't know all the earth numbers for for the, in the marvel <laughs> universe and i'm not going to memorize them i have no need to um but he was also bitten by a spider. Surprise, surprise. Uh, radioactive spider, to be exact. Yep. Um, 
but uh yeah i mean this character i i love this character so much because it's modeled so marvel does this a lot um especially so with nick fury that character was modeled in the comics after samuel l jackson like that's who they're like okay we want to make this character look exactly like samuel l jackson and then just by luck samuel l jackson ended up playing him in the movies um this um so back in the day this character was made in like 2000 i want to say 2008 2007 but before that there's this big internet thing where people were getting real mad at um donald glover potentially being the next spider-man in the andrew garfield movies and everybody got real mad and and the people that yeah i'm not even gonna go into all that but um he made a joke about it in one of his stand-up specials and yeah what if michael Sarah played shaft yeah and then <laughs> that's a very good that's a great stand-up special one of my favorite things donald glover's ever done yeah and then the the marvel people saw that and were like okay well then let's make a let's make a donald glover spider-man and they made they made miles morales and he's in he, donald glover voices him in all the uh, tv shows um but i mean this character is so cool just from his personal story um like his his uncle's a villain and he really looks up to his uncle and he also has to deal with you know peter parker is in his universe but dies and he kind of has to take over um but yeah it's just such a heartbreaking thing that he has to deal with um but he's just so he's the cool version of peter parker he's like what peter parker kind of wanted to be when he was in high school and I mean, I don't think I've seen a suit that Miles Morales has that I wasn't just like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so sick. Especially in, so cool. Especially in the <laughs> Spider-Verse movies. And I'm so yeah. glad that Spider-Verse movie came out because not a lot of people really knew about Miles Morales. They just, you know, it was just an offshoot. Um, But yeah, we'll see. He's not going to end up being in the Marvel and the MCU because we only have one more Spider-Man movie left. And I don't think they're going to shell out the money to lease uh spider-man from or miles morales from sony um but uh yeah i mean so cool he's so awesome in the ultimate spider-man tv show that i was talking about he plays a pretty big role in like season three i think and it's he's he's awesome and he's voiced by uh donald glover so i mean it's even better yeah maybe someday we'll get a live action Miles Morales. Probably not well, anytime soon, we'll, but maybe we'll probably someday. we'll probably get it from Sony. So that's like a like an eighty percent chance that movie's gonna suck. So Hey, maybe eventually they'll like they'll lose the rights to it. Well it just sucks because so I I won't go too far into it, but Marvel did that whole deal with Tom Holland calling in and saying like, Hey, I really don't want y'all to lose this property. So he's basically on le- Spider-Man and the whole universe is on lease to Marvel, uh, just Spider-Man and the villains. Um, and the deal is they have one more Spider-Man movie, which is the third one coming up with like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and all those people are coming back to do it. And then they have one more team up movie and then it's just, it's only going to be Sony movies and they're not going to be connected to the MCU whatsoever, which sucks. But, um, because Tom Holland's going to have to be in a Sony movie and it's going to be in the Venom universe, which was already just so uh, tough. (laughs) Yeah, that was bad. All right. Well, to bring us back a little bit out of that (laughs) bummer, because that is a bummer. My number two, Spider's Man. 
Oh, I hate this. Oh, I hate this one. I don't like this one at all. I hate. I hate this version. Spider's Man is literally a bunch of spiders bunched together inside a Spider-Man mm. costume. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> okay, here's the story. Peter Parker visited a lab because, of course, that's all Peter Parker does, apparently, is visit science labs. He's a smart dude, man. Um, that was that was experimenting on spiders, and somehow, I didn't read how, but somehow Peter fell into a pit of spiders that ate him and became a hive mind that absorbed Peter's consciousness. Comics are so weird, dude. Like he got I don't like this. He got eaten by a but he got eaten by like a million spiders that became a hive mind that had Peter's consciousness inside them, I guess. Uh, and so now the hive mind puts on the Spider-Man costume and calls itself Spider's Man and fights crime. And so it's literally it's not a person. It's a bunch of spiders that form into a humanoid shape. And put a costume on around themselves to cover the fact that it's just a bunch of spiders that were <laughs> together. Comics are stupid. Comics are weird and stupid. I don't get it. But this is so, <laughs> this is so weird and out there. And it had to make my list. This this and Man Spider. It's just like no, uh, I'm not. About it's this so at all. Gr- like the picture. I saw pictures of like. The glove was off the suit, and it was literally, it looked like Spider-Man was shooting a million spiders yep. at the bad guy, and yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. It's just so weird. It had to show, like, it's the weirdest, well, second weirdest. My number one is the weirdest, but Dude, not in a gross way. If I was a bad guy, and I just started, saw spiders start spilling out of a suit, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, you know I'm what? Out, hey, dude. I'm done. I'm under arrest. Take me to jail right now. I'm done. <laughs> Especially a bunch of spiders that literally ate Peter Parker. Yeah. Like, he fell into a pit and they ate him. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's so gross and weird. I hate it. All right. Let's let's get out of this. Let's end your number one. Okay. My number one. It's it's obvious. It's it's Peter Parker. It's the OG Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, look, I love this character for so many reasons. Um, it's not the superpower that I love this character. Uh, his power is not swinging from re- webs and crawling up walls and super strength and agility and speed and all that. It's this idea that, you know, if you have the responsibility to, to help someone, if you have the responsibility to fix someone then or if you have the power to do all that, then you have the responsibility to fix it. You know, with great power comes great responsibility. I think that, and this is why this is Stan Lee's favorite, um, character that he's ever created is because it, it resonates so well um with so many people um i mean just like in the spider-verse movie um they say like anybody can wear the mask and that's so true like it's you can apply everything he even if you don't have superpowers you can see yourself in this situation because everyone has been in a situation where they have the power to help and you know when you don't you feel bad and there's a reason because you should go and help if you have the power to help. Um, and I just think that's that's such an interesting take, especially with a, a this character is so young. This character is always depicted in in high school or in college, and and you know re- responsibility like that is you know we like to think that it's it's not put on a lot of people, but there are a lot of of younger people in in this in this country that you know a lot of, they are tasked with a lot of responsibility. Um, so I, I, there's just so much you can look at pa- um, past the whole like comic gimmicks and the whole superpower thing. You can look at this character and, and, and really resonate with it. Um, but yeah. And then obviously 
I fell in love with this character at a super young age. I watched the TV shows all the time, and 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 even the the Andrew Garfield movies. I will watch. I've watched multiple times. Um, so yeah, I just, Peter Parker is my number one. That was very poignant and sweet and inspirational, <laughs> and it's the perfect segue <sighs> into my number one. Uh, and my number one is Hostess Cake Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should have made you list B. We really should have had you wrap it up this episode because mine is so stupid. All right. Uh, uh, I pulled up the wiki for Hostess Cake Spider-Man. It's Peter Parker from Earth 51914. One of his oh, editorial names is Golden Sponge Cake. Yeah, yeah that one. You know. <laughs> uh, one, of his, one of his editorial names is Golden Sponge Cake. The first quote on his uh, page is, my tummy's rumbling for some of those delicious Hostess brand fruit pies. That's <laughs> a quote from Hostess Cake Spider-Man. Uh, this Spider-Man, like the other her- heroes in this reality, defeated many enemies with Hostess brand cakes. He arrested many villains using little to no evidence and made them stop fighting by giving them pastries. He was yeah. later killed uh, on a- his way to a date with Mary Jane. <laughs> It's literally, he's literally Peter Parker. He has all the powers of Spider-Man. He just doesn't really use them because he like throws Twinkies at bad guys. That's yep. how he fights crime and stops bad guys by chunking, <laughs> chunking a Twinkie at a bad guy and it makes them stop fighting. Uh, and this sounds even more stupid after that very oh yeah totally good speech you gave. <laughs> We really should have the foresight to make you go last and wrap up the episode. That way. Yeah, maybe. Oh, but I love host. I love Hostess Cake Spider Man. It had to be my number one as soon as I saw it. I'm guessing it was just like a weird like marketing. Like Hostess paid Marvel a whole buttload of money to make this universe. I'm assuming. I don't know. I didn't want to read too much into it. I just pictured Spider Man fighting crime and chunking like <laughs> chunking and tweaking and a bad guy. And that's how he fights bad guys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I I might finally read a, a Marvel comic book series. Just read the Hostess case. The Hostess universe. one. <laughs> I think it's pretty short, so it should be easy to read. Might be worth. I'm just picturing Thor like wielding a a, a Hostess apple pie hammer. That's all I want. <laughs> all right, that wraps up this very very silly portion of this episode. Let's take a quick break and be right back with our guest judge. And we are back with this week's special guest judge. You've met his co-host already. We've had him on a couple episodes before. Um, This week we've got on the other Brad from the Brad Report. It's Brad McKeon. What's up, dude? How are you? Doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here with the the Rank Kings. The kings of the ranking kingdom. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah we we've had we've had Blaylock on a couple times already, uh, and Ty and I are both listeners of the Brad Report, and so we thought it was only fair, it was only right that we had you on uh, to try to kind of catch up to to Blaylock a little bit. Yeah, I'm 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 a little behind. Y'all are showing a little favoritism towards my co-host. I don't know what's going on. Whether I've what I've done to receive such. <laughs> Uh, disdain and uh, whether my views on the Brad report are so appalling to you all that I'm uh, just now getting an invitation to to be on the show but I'm I'm glad that we're making amends you know 
Well, it's hundred percent Ty's fault. Well, Ty knows Brad. It's just, every time we bring Blaylock on, he chooses my list. So you know why not keep bringing him on? You know. <laughs> yeah, honestly, dude, if you pick if you pick Ty's list on this one, I think maybe I'm just done with the Brad Moore, that would make me zero and three. I'd be zero and three with you guys, and that's just not fair. <laughs> Well, I was I was listening and I was trying to figure out. I was just like, okay, well, I need to try and uh, I need to try and pick Danny's list, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but I, if, if it's anonymous, if we don't want to start a war. We're gonna we're about to start a war between <laughs> Rank Kings and Brad Report. Except it's specifically going to be me versus Brad Report, and Ty's going to join your side. I just know it. Yeah, uh, it's 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 going to be one on three. But hey, I'm a fighter. I, I, I'll I'll come up swinging. It's fine. I'm not even worried. Not scared. <laughs> All right. Uh, this week we sent you our lists already, so you're a little you're aware of kind of what we're doing here. We talked to you about it, uh, but we're we're talking about our favorite iterations of Spider Man. So can you kind of give me like a. Uh, an idea of uh, of your history with Spider-Man. Like, are you a fan of the series? Did you read the comics? Uh, or are you just, like, really into the movies? Or how, how are we feeling about Spider-Man? I know Ty's obsessed with it. Me, not so much. But where, where do you fall on that spectrum? So I love Spider-Man. He's definitely one of my top five superheroes ever, if not in the top three. Uh, he's nice. amazing. You know, I read comics, all kinds of comics. I watched the, the nineties TV show, uh, where he's just dialoguing with himself the whole time. Uh, you know, I love the Sam Raimi films. Uh, I've, I've read a ton of comics. I loved into the spider verse, uh, a few years ago. I mean, it was just, it was just awesome. I had Spider-Man action figures and, Eventually, I grew up like I had this one. Sp- I had a spare shoelace that I used as like a spider web, and I had a, like a Spider Man action figure hanging upside down in my room from about uh, middle school all the way through high school. And then uh, when I was in college, I said, I should probably get rid of this thing. <laughs> so I gave mistake. Yeah. So I gave it to my brother, and now my uh, nephew has it as a toy. So oh, definitely go. a big Spider Man fan. It's like a family heirloom. That's right. That's right. It's a. Uh, I should have kept it. You know, it could have been worth something. You know, now that we're on uh, the third Spider-Man in like uh, fifteen, twenty years. Yeah. Where Where do you fall on the Maguire v. Garfield v. Holland? Uh, where, where are you at there? So that's that's actually a a really good question because I think Maguire is the best. Peter Parker, Garfield is the best Spider-Man, and Tom Holland is a mix and blend of both. Uh, because with Tobey Maguire, you get the, the very much you like, man, this kid is a nerd and he is awkward. Uh, Garfield, you get the the smooth, sarcastic, wisecracking uh, Spider-Man, and then with uh, Tom Holland, you get a little bit of of both, a kind of of a blending. But um, there are obviously some things that I think are are lacking in his as well. But uh, we can talk about that when I uh, discuss my list. <laughs> yeah, nice. I'm I'm firmly on team anybody but Toby Maguire. Like I'm I, I'm as long as it's not Toby Maguire, I'm fairly. Happy. Is it because of Spider Man Three? 
yeah, dude. Yeah, 100%. It super is. I don't, for some reason, I don't have the ability to separate the scene of him dancing down the sidewalk from the rest of the, the three movies. Like, that stands out so much that I'm like, this guy sucks. He's bad at everything. Yeah. I, just, I can't do it. I think that, get you, man. that dancing scene uh, probably like ruined the rest of his career. Oh, yeah. Rightfully so. It was gross. I hate it. Yeah, that's the, it. Felt icky to watch. It, it, it does feel icky, and it's like that awkwardness that you're just like, uh, the cringe factor. Yeah. But here's the thing that I'm try. I try to remember. This is like at some point there's a writer and a director, and someone else is like, "Hey, we want you to do this," and you're well, contractually my hate. Obligated my hate is not it. just at Tobey Maguire; it's at all of them. They're all de- dead to me forever because of that one stupid scene. There is. I think for me, okay. Tobey Maguire would also be behind Andrew Garfield. I think when I was younger, it would probably be Tobey second, Tom Holland first, Andrew Garfield last. But when I watch those Sam Raimi movies now, I'm like, dude, Tobey Maguire is like 28 years old and he's in high school. This is so unbelievable. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. And the guy that plays Flash, you're just like, this is a 30-year-old man. Yeah. Here. yeah. <laughs> It's like, why not okay, just like that... transition him into college? That would make so much more sense. <laughs> I'm sure the whole Flash thing is a discussion for another episode. Are, are we talking about the Flash from the DC movies? No, Ezra Miller? No, no, we're talking about the, the bully. The the, the hit, so the Peter Parker's bully's name is... Oh, Flash from Spider-Man. Flash. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And so... I thought... I thought we were going. I thought we were going like Ezra Miller, and because I'm so furious at the at casting of Ezra Miller as the Flash. Okay, the the whole you need one thing to play the Flash. You need to be able to run normal, and Ezra Miller can't freaking run normal. He runs so stupid and weird with his arms flailing every direction except the. Sorry, not it's not this episode. Yeah. It's a different we episode. That, I'm so you said the Flash, and I got triggered. That's that episode the, will the, probably eventually the come best, at some point. The best worst running rankings. <laughs> it's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. They need to okay. take running lessons Sorry, from Tom uh, Cruise. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, honestly, me too. I probably do also. So, uh, all right. Sorry for going on a bit of a tangent here. I'm going to let me read these lists out to you real quick. Give a a bit of a refresher, a nice summary for ourselves, for our listeners and for you. Uh, And then Ty and I are going to shut up for a minute. You've got a few minutes to kind of give your initial reactions to our list. You got your first thoughts when you first read them. Uh, You brought your own list. So if you want to talk about that, compare the two. Um, that that would be a good time to do that. Ultimately, you just got to pick a winner. We just ask that you save your questions for after you picked a winner, so that we don't give away who's who. Because obviously, if you know whose list was whose, you would pick mine and not Ty's because Ty's bad. That's right. Everything that I've heard about Ty, Ty has been negative. God. Yeah, we hate Ty. <laughs> what this goes, everything about everything is negative. There's not a whole lot else to just go off of there. And before Ty can retort, I am going to start reading the list, and I will begin with list A. Uh, we do. We're big fans of honorable mentions here, so I'm going to start with three honorable mentions, and then I'll read ten to one. You can take the honorable mentions into considerations for your judging if you'd like. You don't have to. We don't really have any rules here. Whatever criteria you set up for yourself, that's the criteria we go with. Very easy here at the rankings. Um, so I will start with list A. The honorable mentions are Dr. Aaron Aikman, Billy Braddock, and Spider-Punk. Number 10 is Spider-Man Noir. 
Nine is Iron Spider. Eight is Scarlet Spider. Seven is Spider Girl. Six is Silk. Five is Spider-Man 2099. Four is Cosmic Spider-Man. Three is Spider-Gwen. Two is Miles Morales. And number one is Peter Parker. So that is list A. List B, the honorable mentions are Spider-Monkey, Spider-Cat, and the Bombastic Bagman. Number 10 is Man-Spider. Nine is Lego Spider-Man. Eight is Spider-Ham. Seven is Spider-Ma'am. Six is Victorian Spider-Man, a.k.a. Peter Parquois. Six, or five is Spider-Man, a.k.a. Japanese Spider-Man. Four is Spider-Punk. Three is Italian Spider-Man. Two is Spider's-Man. And number one is Hostess Cake Spider-Man. Um, Brad, the podcast is yours, although I do have to say, you ever like look at a word long enough that it doesn't look like a real word? Yeah, anymore? that's what I was... I just said the word spider 38 <laughs> times. I was actually thinking that as I was typing out my own list, so I was like, S-P-I-D-E-R, and then I was like, wait a second. That's not how you spell spider. <laughs> that's <a fake> <laughs> this, this isn't weird. That's, it's kind of like the word uh, conquer. Have you all ever looked at the oh, word conquer? Yeah. Yep. And you're just Doesn't like, that's not a real word. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, to to the extreme joy of all of our listeners, Ty and I are going to shut up for a few minutes. Uh, Brad, you have the floor. Okay. Uh, so I uh, will go over my list so I can kind of compare and contrast uh, with the list. Uh, I started out with some honorable mentions, and then I second-guessed myself, so... Because uh, I must have switched this around probably uh, 10 times in trying to get a, a good list. Uh, so my number 10 was Spider-Man 2099. Number 9 is Superior Spider-Man. Uh, number 8, Scarlet Spider. Number 7, Spider-Ham. Number 6, uh, Tobey Maguire and Sam Raimi's, Sam Raimi's Peter Parker. Uh, number 5, Spider-Gwen. Uh, number 4, Andrew Garfield. Uh, number 3, uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, number two, Miles Morales, and number one, Peter B. Parker from the Spider-Verse. Uh, so uh, the first thing that I wanted to no- notice is just like the incredible, like ridiculous number of Spider-Men that there are <laughs> out there. And there's some people like some that I've definitely heard of just because I've read the comics and I'm in that sphere a lot, but there are others that I, I on each list. I'm like, who in the world is that? <laughs> and so I was Googling for uh, a good long while on each of these. And I'm just like, wait a second, who's, and then I was like, who's Billy Braddock. And then I was like, look, I was like, Oh, the British dude, this British Spider-Man. And then um, and it's just like, wait a second. Um, oh, Victorian Spider-Man. I was like, I think there's like two of them. Is that like the Neil Gaiman version of Spider-Man? Or, and um, so I'd say with list B, I think there's definitely the more creative and kind of out there. Just like these are the creative, like, wow, you're going to put it's like, let's just take Spider-Man and give him, make him Italian, you know, or let's uh, take Spider-Man, but uh, make Aunt May Spider-Man with Spider-Ma'am. And um, yeah, with Spider-Ham, Peter B. Porker, uh, uh, voiced by John Mulaney. He's like, he's a, he's a spider that's bit by a radioactive pig and he's a spider named Peter B. Porker, which is hilarious. (laughs) Um, So 
I think uh, even the bombastic Bagman, I think that was one of like when Peter Parker, he loses his suit and he joins the Fantastic Four and he just puts a bag on instead of a mask. So I think those are, are super, super fun. And so I think uh, uh, list B is just like the fun, quirky, like we're going to see all of these characters likely in the next Spider-Verse movie or Spider-Verse movies. Uh, so and that's like super, super fun because that movie was amazing. It was awesome. Uh, list A, I say, is definitely more mainstream. Uh, my only kind of criticism with list A is like Peter Parker is number one. Well, obviously, but like which Peter Parker? Um, so it's just kind of like, oh, there's, you know, there's several in my list. I think I have at least three Peter Parkers. Um, so it's going to be interesting to, to see that. And, you know, uh, Miles is great. Um, cosmic Spider-Man where he has these, the cosmic universe powers and he's in space is really cool. Um, there are also some super cool characters like Silk is relatively new, um, as well as, uh, spider gwen uh, iron spider is obviously from the civil war arc where uh, uh tony gives him uh the iron spider suit and then he kind of uh, leaves that mantle and then someone else picks it up so a lot of really really cool uh mentions and just like how uh vast the story is of this character of all just like this guy getting spider powers you know um, it's super fun to see, uh, in recent years, how they tapped into that with, um, Sony's like, we're making our own Spider-Verse, uh, universe, which is super, super fun. So I, I mean, both lists are, are super awesome. Uh, and so, but I am going to, uh, elect my winner as a uh, list a, because, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang. Well, I've officially declared war on the Brad Report. Because I am now 0-3 okay. with the host of the Brad Report. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. But while I think a tie gets kind of like edges out the victory. So I know Blaylock didn't do this last time he was on. But I and one that believes in recognizing everybody for their specific <laughs> strengths. And so you have uh, the most like creative and like, this is fun and quirky and like the creativity award of assembling. So it is <laughs> assembling the most it's become a bit on this show. That's what it's, it's very much. It's very much a bit on this show. I don't know if you listened to the first episode that Blaylock came on the X-Men episode. Mm -hmm. I did this exact same bit because like Ty, Ty is an X-Men fan and he's a Spider-Man fan and he like read the comics and that's like, those are things that he's really into and not so much myself. And so I thought like, yeah, I could, I could pick the actual correct answers. Like Ty's list is correct. I, he probably deserves the win on this one. I get it. Like Peter Parker, Miles Morales, Spider Gwen, clearly the coolest Spider Man. Um, and so I was like, I've got to, if I want to stand a fighting chance here, I've got to go weird. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I've got to, I've got to just rank the weirdest iterations of Spider Man <laughs> that I can find. Uh, and so that's why, like, my number one, instead of the correct answer, Peter Parker is Hostess Cakes Spider Man. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, is there a spider that is like a Hostess Cake snack? That's what I had to Google. <laughs> oh, I wish. 
he'd be delicious you know no he literally fights crime by throwing twinkies at bad guys that's how he fights crime and that's hilarious and good oh that is hilarious that's awesome oh that's great though so funny i'm just pumped yeah i I like this one i deserve this one i'm glad that i won the spider-man this is deserved i get this all praise to me yeah It would have it would have felt weird if I had won the Spider-Man episode having not read a single Spider-Man comic and not really watched any <laughs> Spider-Man TV shows. Like I've the only Spider-Man movies I enjoy even are the Tom Holland ones. I love those a lot, but like the other ones I'm not even into at all. It would have felt a little yucky if I had won. This one, I think. Yeah. I will say like Spider-Man's a great hero because like like Batman, he has great villains, you know. He's got yeah. some of like the best villains out there. Yeah. That, yeah, that's very sure. Yeah, he probably uh, has you the mentioned best beforehand... villains in the Marvel universe. Yeah, hot take. Yeah, I think he has yeah. the best villains in the entire Marvel universe. Uh, you mentioned beforehand that you had some questions for us about our lists, since so if now would now's now's the time. I think dive into us. Ask me, ask me about my stupid picks and why I lost. No, I'm not. So I think this is going to be fun. Is like so uh, on each of y'all's list, which Spider Man which iteration or version do you think is going to share his secret identity first? And which one do you think is going to share a secret identity last? Which one do you like? He just won't be able to keep the secret and he'll just be like, Hey MJ, I'm Spider-Man. Sorry. I had to tell somebody. Um, Ty, you go first. Cause my list is weird. I need to think about it. I would probably go with, um, scarlet spider just uh specifically the ben riley version of him just because he's a clone and he's dealing like a lot of his like what he's dealing with is identity crisis so i could see him being like i need to know like like where i'm from like why someone made me like stuff like that so i could see him being like hey like i'm ben riley like i need to understand where where i come from what like what is my purpose if i'm a clone like do i have a purpose am i a real person you know he deals with a lot of existential stuff so i could see him doing that um the last person to reveal their identity probably spider-man noir just because he seems like someone who doesn't want to be around people in general so i don't see him ever (laughs) revealing (laughs) like i just don't see him wanting to anyone to know who he is ever (laughs) like at all yeah, absolutely. All right, for me, most likely to reveal their identity is probably the bombastic bag man because I assume that bag is going to fall <laughs> off at some point. It's, it's literally just a brown paper bag on his head. He can't do all that flying around New York City without it falling off. So just by accident, he's going to have to reveal who he is at some point. Uh, least likely is probably spiders man because I don't think those spiders can talk. It's literally just like a million spiders inside a suit, and so that it would probably make that difficult to reveal their identity because they don't speak. Probably, maybe they do. I don't know. Haven't read the comics. They might talk. I'm not. Not. I don't quote me on that, but I'm assuming they don't. That's awesome. Uh, okay. So, question: Did you pick Supida Man because of Ready Player One? Uh, no, I, so Ty mentioned that too, and I had kind of forgot about it, but I did, as soon as he mentioned it, I did remember that Spider-Man showed up in Ready Player One, and that's awesome. Uh, I picked it because it's, it's Power Rangers except Spider-Man. That's right. That's very funny and campy and cheesy, and I'm so into it. It literally, like, you watch clips of it, and it's like the same monsters, and they just recycled the bad guys for Power Rangers, and except it's Spider-Man. I remember y'all getting into a huge Power Rangers debate on the, the president. 
president's uh, Zordon. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have a body? I stand by it, dude. Zordon would have made a great president. He would have been stuck one, in the hallway, care. dude. That tank is giant. <laughs> I, he, the tank is not portable. He's not taking it with him, you fool. He lives in it. Come on. It's not a portable tank. He's clearly doing the robot iPad okay, thing. Okay, we are not. We are around. not getting into another Zordon argument again. We already did. Yeah, because you're wrong, dude. Because you're wrong, and you know it. Uh, that's great. Uh, so the next question I have is: Who has the best look? Who has the best suit? Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen for sure. Okay, thanks for answering for my list, but uh, yeah, Spider Gwen. Oh, on my <laughs> list specifically, I I thought you meant the whole yeah, thing. Whole thing. Like, no, Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen definitely. Wins. Yeah, Spider Gwen for me is that suit uh, that goes up into the hood is just so cool. Yeah, it, it's really awesome. Yeah. Miles Morales is a close second, and twenty ninety nine might be a close third. But I mean, Spider Gwen that that just that hood thing, and then the inside of it has the webbing on it. And you can barely see the inside of it. I just think that's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. I think Miles looks best when he is like, when he's swinging around the city and his like with his Nikes on and like oh, that's yeah. kind of like unconventional. And yeah. but like Spider Gwen with like even the ballerina shoes, you know, uh, yeah. it just looks awesome. Yeah, a hundred percent. So I have a few of mine that come to mind. Obviously, bombastic Bagman. Uh, because he's in a Fantastic Four, like a leftover Fantastic Four suit that doesn't fit in a brown paper bag, and that's great. Spider Punk looks very cool because yeah. uh, it's a sleeveless jean jacket, and he has a spike mohawk, and that's pretty rad. I think I might have to go with Italian Spider Man though for for my favorite <laughs> costume because it's like <laughs> it's a pair of slacks and loafers and a red sweatshirt that's a little too tight with like a spider drawn on it in sharpie and that's kind of it yeah it's just classic casual with a shotgun it's fine exactly um so the next question i have for you all is which spider-man would you absolutely not want to be the one to save you if you're in trouble oh gosh well you go uh, or i'll go first oh, this is easy yours is is <laughs> easy uh probably cosmic spider-man just because he's so powerful that i feel like he might accidentally kill me i i probably that maybe iron spider i could see iron spider accidentally killing me with this suit yeah for uh, sure <laughs> or spider punk i could fall on his head he's literally got spikes on his head so if he tries to catch me yeah <laughs> so one of those three my my Mine's a tie between man spider and spiders. Man. Yeah, no. Both are equally terrifying. <laughs> At that point. One is a million spiders in his suit and the other one's a giant spider. They're both just gross and awful and terrifying. Yeah. At that point, I'm just, you know, let me die because I don't want to be carried yeah. by a man oh, yeah. spider or a million spiders. So, yeah, death, death is preferred. There. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so, okay. So this is my last question. So which which character on... Uh, your list or either list uh, would you most want to see get their next like movie tv show debut or like expanded whatever it may be um you know in the spider verse or say hey you know we really want a spider's man live action movie you know (laughs) no we don't we do not we absolutely don't. A, a Spider's Man live action um, directed by Ari Aster, uh, produced by Blumhouse and A24. <laughs> no, absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. All right. Uh, for me, we talked about it a little bit in the episode. Um, I think probably Victorian Spider-Man would be cool because I'm picturing. Did you see the movie Emma came out in 2020, Brad? Uh, I'm familiar with it. I have not seen it. Okay. I So I'm picturing the movie Emma, but also Spider-Man. Uh, is in there flying around uh, and also he has, he's Scottish and so I, I assume he's just shouting these clever quips in a Scottish accent and that's very like funny and interesting but I also think it could be like a genuinely like interesting good story um, and also uh, as like maybe just a short uh, Hostess Cake Spider-Man would be very funny because he's flying around and swinging through the city and then he chucks a Twinkie at a bad guy and it that it like sends him fly. that's very funny i'm into that so those are my yeah answers. that would that'd be awesome i think uh if they were to do a, a i don't know how this would work but if you all have ever read this would be my recommendation to uh spider-man fans or just marvel readers in general neil gaiman actually wrote a marvel comic called uh like marvel 1602 and it's if the entire like x-men fantastic four uh spider-man daredevil uh, everybody was back in the year 1602 in Victorian England. Like Nick Fury's there, and it's fantastic. Yeah, that series is really awesome. That, that's a really cool series, and they they kind of they kind of uh, tease with it in the Ultimate Spider-Man TV show, I think, for like two episodes when they do the Spider Verse uh, arc in that TV show, and it's really it's really cool. But yeah, like a Game of Thrones style Spider-Man TV show would be awesome. Be without, wild. Just without all the naked bodies, we could cut that out and then just more action. Exactly. Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, guys, that's uh that's all I got for for questions and uh yeah, thanks for having me on. This has been a blast. Hey, well, thanks for picking my list, Sweet. man. I just Days go by, and I just love the Brad Report more and more. <laughs> I am unsubscribing as we speak. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just kidding. All right, uh, I'll go ahead and get us out of here. Thank you for listening to the Rankings. Thank you to our special guest judge, Brad McKeon. Make sure you listen to the Brad Report. Can you give us like a – we've talked about Brad Report on our show before. Can you give us like a quick little sales pitch for our listeners? Yeah, so I would say that – um, we just kind of do like nerd geeky things right now. We're going through the Marvel cinematic universe. We, uh, will get interrupted. We've done the Mandalorian TV show. We've done uh, star Wars movies. Um, we do DC movies. We've done wonder woman. Uh, we were getting ready to do ready player one and ready player two, uh, books. Uh, but then, uh, my co-host Brad, uh, decided to, uh, well, his wife decided to have a baby uh, before we could record selfish. this. Honestly, selfish. I know, right? So and selfish. so, uh, but we're uh, looking to do that, and we're just uh, when things come out and whatever uh, fits our niche, we're we're going to tackle it and uh, kind of go through themes, quotes, scenes, things that we think makes it good, bad, and then we give it a final grade at the end. Yeah. yeah, much smarter and more interesting in-depth conversation than anything you'll ever it, find in the radio. Yeah, so it, it, it's really sure, fun to listen sure to. Go check out the Brad Report. And I will, I think I'm penciled in or, yeah, penciled in definitely in case y'all want to erase me uh, for the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming episode. So oh, absolutely. Talk yeah. That about y'all. I'm going to be skipping that one. Uh, okay. Uh, make sure you can, you can find the Brad Report anywhere you listen to podcasts. Follow him on Twitter at ReportBrad. 
make sure and check them out. Very fun show. Uh, please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RankingsPod. Don't forget that double K in the middle there. Uh, we will be back with a new episode next week. Until next time, I helped this old lady and she bought me a churro. That was nice. Bye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>